Welcome to the Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. You are ready to transform your life, and I am thrilled and can't wait to be your guide in helping you to kick off that process this week. I want to know that you are ready to claim your 1% life in absolutely every single area, health, wealth, relationships, money. You deserve it all, and I'm going to help you tap into making that happen today. Hopefully, you all had an opportunity to take some time yesterday after the session to really think about those top three to five things that matter most to you that you are going to design and build your life around, the things that you are going to create in your world. And we talked a lot yesterday about this phrase, I am, right? Whatever you decide is going to come after that, that is the manifestation, the creation of what your life is going to become. And so this week is all about resetting, renewing, and refocusing on the words that come after I am. So let's get our energy refocused. Let's come back together again. And I want you to feel that phrase, I am. What is going to follow those words for you that encompasses you as the mother nurturer, the mother creator, the source of building your life as your masterpiece? Because I want you to know that you can have it all. You can do it all. You can experience it all. It's about tuning into the realm of possibility. Then transitioning into probability. And then finally claiming the almighty word inevitability. What does inevitability mean? Why did I name the program the inevitable millionaire? Because this is about making your outcomes for your life that you desire inevitable. It is about developing the mindset, the habit, and the belief system that make your goals and dreams 100% inevitable. Write that word down. It's so powerful. It means it must be true. It's going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And this workshop is about helping you claim that 1% life that you deserve on every single level. Today, we're going to be diving into the five core distinctions, the five habits that the ultra wealthy, the ultra high net worth, The people that are living a 1% life, both happiness, wealth, success, what do they do differently? And I'll tell you, there's been a lot of studies done on this. I've done a lot of reading on this. I've done a lot of research on this. I am this person, okay? And I've observed myself. I've observed my clients that have done in a year what typically takes people 30 to achieve. I'm going to talk to you about that in just a second. I've read, I've researched, I've studied. There's a lot of information and and knowledge out there about this. There are definitive things that the 1% do differently, and they're accessible to absolutely everyone that's here today. And if you are ready to just blow the lid off what you thought was possible for your life, whatever income goal you have, put a zero behind it. Whatever vision you have for where you want to take your family to, I want you to crystallize that dream and commit to making it happen. Whatever level of fulfillment that you desire in your relationship, in your career, in what you're creating in your life, I want you to lock into that image in your mind and know it's it's right there. 
It's yours for the taking. And the big thing that you have to tune into that I said, we have to release these last couple of years. We have to do a complete and total reset. We need to rinse ourselves clean of that. We need to release. We need to heal all of that. And we need to come forward again anew. And that is what this week is about. It's about stepping forward into this new version of yourself, the version of yourself that not only survived, but came back to tell the person that rose like the phoenix through the ashes of all of the struggle and all of the, the strain and all of the, the setbacks of the last few years, you made it here. You're watching this session today. You are a warrior. You are the person that is capable of making your dreams come true. And for whatever reason, some way, somehow you connected with me in this week, in this moment, because you and the universe conspired that now was the time that you are going to step into building this dream life for yourself. So if you want to follow this through, you want to meet other people that are moving and grooving, that are taking action, that are working their way through the sessions and a part of this amazing, inevitable millionaire community that we're creating, uh, make sure you head on over to Facebook and join the Tribe of Unstoppables. I know a lot of you guys are there already. Uh, I see the comments coming through. Uh, I was so moved and so inspired when I got a chance to go back last night and just look at your comments, what you shared shared, how you opened up, how you committed, how you engaged. Uh, you, you guys are absolute fire. And I can tell that there's a state of readiness with this group, which is just awe-inspiring to me. So thank you. Of course, in today's session, we're talking about the top five 1% habits and rituals, which I'm going to dive into in just a moment. And then tomorrow, we're going to talk about something that we all know to be true when it comes to uh, becoming a millionaire and joining the 1%, which is multiple streams of income, understanding how to take every dollar and turn it into two, five, or 10, right? And we're going to really dig into what it looks like to uh, have a wealth creation machine for yourself and how to capitalize on opportunities that way as well. So there are core distinctions between people that live the 1% life and the 99% who do not. What I can tell you right off the bat is that, you know, millionaires, 88% of them are totally self-made, which means they started with nothing. Um, the average GPA of a millionaire is a 2.9. So these are not the, the, the smartest folks in the bunch. I can say that for myself. I was always a pretty solid B student myself. Um, you know, these are people that didn't have it handed to them. They're not the smartest or most talented people. Uh, they're not the people that were independently wealthy that had a great network or, you know, had something handed to them. Um, they are just simply people that tuned into uh, not just possibility or probability, but an inevitability for what they wanted in their life. And the key thing that we all have to remember is that, and we talked about this yesterday, you know, we can be in story or excuse, or we can be in action mindset and belief. We all have the same 24 hours. We all have the same 24 hours and you all know, and I could give you so many examples, you know, of people that what they do with their 24 hours is just unbelievably extraordinary. And we all have that capability. And it really comes down to the things that we're going to talk about here today. The other thing that I want to mention before we dive in is that on average, it takes a millionaire about 32 years to create that income. The average millionaire uh, becomes a millionaire at the age of 50. And so this is not something where you're too young, you're too old, you're too early, you're too late, um, you're, you just changed careers, you know, you're not in the right job, you're not in the right, you know, um, you know, circumstance. There's none of that. 
Okay. The internet, you know, wants you to believe that if you don't do it overnight, you're not doing it right. Um, and we all know that not to be true. It doesn't mean that you can't do it very, very quickly. I've helped many, many, many people make their first million uh, in a year or less in, in my programs. And, and, you know, the students of mine have had success doing that. Uh, but there's also many people that are not entrepreneurs that are millionaires and, and get there in lots of different ways. And like we talked about yesterday, this is, this is applicable whether you are someone that is a stay-at-home mom, an employee, a business leader in a corporation, an artist, you know, you are uh, an entrepreneur. This is not something that your profession is going to dictate your capability of building a 1% life. It's really about everything other than that. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, what these people do differently. And I have personally experienced this myself. And um, I will say, you know, for me, when, when I started off, first of all, growing up, I never lived in a single family home until the second house that I bought for myself. Okay. So I grew up living in a townhouse and, you know, never lived in a single family home. Um, never had that experience until the second home that I bought. So I bought and sold my first townhouse myself and then bought my second home after I had been, you know, in my working career for quite a while. And then, you know, worked and saved and worked and saved and worked and saved for many, many years. And finally then moved from that house, you know, down to where we live now in Florida. And we live in the Palm Beach area in Delray Beach, uh, Florida. And this is a very affluent, one of the most affluent areas in the country. And one of the first things that I noticed when we moved here is that the amount of people engaging in an active lifestyle every single day up to and including individuals in their 70s and 80s is the most extraordinary thing I have ever observed in, in my entire life. It is the most extraordinary thing from, from individuals running, walking, dancing, rollerblading, skateboarding. I have never in my life seen a more physically active community. And I moved here with a big part of my intentionality being that we were going to engage in a more active lifestyle. That was one of the big reasons why we made this move. It's one of the reasons why I worked for, you know, over 15 years to be able to afford to live in the area that we live in and to be able to be in the place that we're in by the beach in an energetically high vibration area, in an area that was safe for my daughter, all of those things. So this blew my mind when I observed this because from back where I was from, uh, that was not a part of the lifestyle. You do not see that. Um, people that are in their 70s and 80s here are very active. They're, they're outside exercising. They are um, participating in active leisure activities, whereas people, you know, back from where we were from, you know, at that age are primarily in nursing homes and inactive and are no longer, you know, participating in, in those aspects of everyday life. And I share this because... There's a lot of research that's been done studying the habits of the ultra high net worth and high net worth individuals and, and happy, healthy, and wealthy individuals. And above all else, the thing that stood out to me was that there is a scientific correlation between wealth and life satisfaction. And 
when they dove deeper into why is there a correlation between wealth and life satisfaction, what they found was that wealthy people engage regularly in active leisure activities, whereas let's call it the 99% engage in passive leisure activities. And so I'm going to define exactly what I mean by that. So when we talk about active leisure activities, what are we talking about? Exercising, praying, volunteering, socializing, hobbies. What the studies found was that the 99% and the 1% engage in about the same amount of leisure. So again, this is not, oh, I don't have time to engage in leisure activities because I'm broke. You know, I have this going on. I have that going on. No, no, no. It's actually the same amount of time. The difference is the wealthy engage in very active lifestyle activities. The other 99% spend that time watching television, scrolling on social media, resting, napping, doing nothing, quote unquote. Okay. And the, the studies are saying that there is a correlation between life satisfaction and happiness in engaging in these activities that by the way, if you notice what I just said, exercising, praying, socializing, volunteering, hobbies, these are not expensive things. These are not things that are not available, right, to everyone, but it is absolutely a mindset shift and it is absolutely a very clear distinction based on studies done of hundreds and hundreds of people in these different categories. Okay, so there's a couple things here, right? Number one, there's not a barrier to entry for any of those things that I just mentioned, right? It, it's the connectivity to your own life and the, the active participation in your own life that drives a very high level of engagement in your life and satisfaction in your life and motivation in your life, which obviously impacts every single area of your life, your health, your wealth, your happiness, your relationships, your connectivity, your fulfillment, all of those things. Okay. So there's five big things and they actually studied the amount of hours that people put in to these things, the wealthy and, and the unwealthy. And, you know, the, the differences are really astounding, but one of them is, is the biggest one. I'll start off with my favorite, which is reading. You guys, I have no, those that, that have been in my community and a part of my team and a, and a part of anything that I have done for many years, I've always shared, I read about a book a week. Um, I am a very active reader. I'm always reading more than one book at once. And the studies show that these people read about five and a half hours a week versus the average person, two or less. Okay. Well, what is the correlation there? The, the correlation is that the biggest thing that people that live really happy, fulfilled, wealthy, healthy lives do is they're unbelievably intentional and vigilant about what they will allow into their psyche. They are proactively focused on managing out the toxins and managing in the fuel. Write it down. Managing out the toxins, managing in the fuel. Reading obviously is fuel. 
It is what is going to create new neural pathways in your brain. It's going to spur creativity. It's going to create relaxation. It's going to build your intellect. It's going to help you to expand into new ways of thinking. It's going to help you come up with ways of solving problems. And this ties right back to what we talked about yesterday from the standpoint of the people that are wealthy are, are people that can take problems and turn them into opportunities. They can take struggles and they can turn them into stepping stones. They can take chaos and turbulence and they can turn it into gold, right? So reading absolutely fuels your ability to make that shift, okay? So the number one thing is reading. The number two thing is exercise. 1%, six hours or more a week of, of active exercise. Everyone else, 2.5 hours or less. So we're talking about almost three times more investing in what? Building up our bodies, taking care of our physicality, doing the things that's going to raise our energy. We talked yesterday about how at the end of the day, it's our energy and how we channel our energy that determines the quality of our life. Period. End of story. So six hours versus two and a half hours. Now here's the big whopper. And I've talked about this and now there's actual studies on it, right? So it's not just my opinion anymore, um, but I've talked about this over and over again. The average person, 14 hours a week, scrolling, commenting, and engaging on social media, ultra net worth, wealthy people, one percenters, 2.5. So we are talking about a difference of seven times more time spent engaging on social media. And that time is then channeled into other things, obviously. So the wealthy are spending one seventh of the time, right? We all know Warren Buffett is, is famous for saying all he has is a, a flip phone and there's no computer in his office. He spends the vast majority of his day reading every day, right? But there's also a major correlation with happiness, right? Social media is a beautiful tool. I actually love social media for the purpose of the global community that it builds, the opportunity to create and build our businesses online. I'm unbelievably grateful for the opportunity to build my company using social media. I wouldn't be able to connect with any of you without it, right? But it is a tool. And it is a tool to build your business. It's a tool to build your network. It's a tool to keep in touch with people. But it's it's absolutely something that now has begun to consume people's lives. And the the wealthy are just smart enough to say, you know, that's that's not where I'm going to put my energy. I'm going to channel that energy into producing and creating something that I want for my life, uh, not something that is just a mindless waste of time that you go down a rabbit hole and all of a sudden you look up, it's 30 minutes later, it's an hour later. Now you have comparisonitis. Now you have imposter syndrome. Now you're you're looking at someone else's life and, and you know, it's, it's making you feel a certain way about yours and all the other things that come with that. So social media is a huge one. It is absolutely the biggest difference. Um, and again, there is a distinction between leveraging social media in a smart and strategic way and or having a certain you know, contained amount of time that you use it in a meaningful way versus it becoming integrated into your daily life in such a way that it actually becomes a fixture that is stealing time that could be spent reading, socializing, exercising, uh, connecting, forging relationships, and actually 
making your dream life, right? And th these are the things that it, it creeps up on you because you may be that person that checks your social media in small increments, you know, throughout the day. And you're like, no, not me. There's no way I'm on social media 14 hours, um, you know, a, a week. And it's like, mm, that's two hours a day. And if you look at the number of times that you check your social media, the number of times that you're updating, the number of times that you're doing a quick scroll, there's your two hours really, really quickly. Okay. So that's a huge one right there. Um, I would star that. I would underline it. I would circle it. That's going to change your life in and of itself. And what I would challenge all of you on, and I say this to my own team all the time, I'm like, social media can be your side hustle, man. You, if you use social media smart, you can spend an hour a day building your network, connecting with people, and you can be making so much extra money with social media if you're smart. The vast majority of people are not using social media in that way. It's just a distraction from building their dream life that steals uh, their productivity and steals their joy, quite frankly. Um, and it, and it, it's, it's a road to nowhere, right? The average 1% person works about six hours more per week than the everyday person does. So not much there. That's about a little bit over an hour a week uh, each day, each workday that they're putting in one, an hour and 20 minutes, something like that. So that's not a huge change. Um, but a big one is that they take time every day to relationship build. So they make that phone call to a family member, or they spend time networking, uh, building up their community, or they spend time connecting with uh, people that, you know, they want to be of service to, or that they would like to have a future relationship with, or whatever the case. They invest in future-focused activities and relationship building. That's why well-networked, wealthy people can solve almost any problem by picking up the phone and making a quick call because they invest in the relationship when they don't desperately need it so that when they actually do, they're a phone call away from getting the help that they need. And that is a huge, huge distinction, right? We all know that poor choices are many times born out of urgency, lack of preparation. So when there's a lack of preparation, urgent decisions are made. And when urgent decisions are made, they usually don't work out the best way. So making that investment on a daily basis is going to be an absolutely huge part of when a problem arises or when a situation comes up that you weren't expecting or when you need guidance or advice or help, being able to send a quick text message, make a quick phone call and having people there at the ready that are willing and able to help you solve any problem almost instantly. These habits are they're accessible to absolutely everyone. There's not a single person here that can't create these habits. One of the biggest problems is that people say, uh, people say that, oh, well, you know, the wealthy can do that because they're wealthy and they have time to do that. Wrong. The wealthy are wealthy because they take the time to do that, right? They are so unbelievably intentional about their time and their energy, who they're interacting with, how they're interacting with them. Um, you know, what they're spending their time on. That active lifestyle piece, guys, you really have to ask yourself, like, are you putting yourself in a space to get optimal from the standpoint of your physicality, your mental sharpness, your ability to operate and think in an optimal way? What are you doing to put yourself in a space of building and creating your dreams? Um, imagine that time that you spend on social media being spent on building a side hustle. Imagine that time that you spend on social media being invested in getting a promotion. 
Imagine that time that you spend on social media being maximized to increase your commission this month. Imagine that time that you spend on social media reading books to learn how to better your impact and your execution of your craft, right? All of these things are, are things that are accessible right here, right now. The wealthy are not wealthy, um, and, and because they're wealthy, they're able to spend their time on these things. No, it goes in the reverse order. They are wealthy because this is how they spend their mental and physical energy. And one of the other things that came out of a lot of study and research that I have done and that has been done, that's well-documented out there, is that these people, myself included, and, and my clients who are now seven and eight-figure uh, you know, individuals as well, they are spending time every single day working on their dream. Literally, they are spending time every single day working on their dream. Your dream life is a conscious decision every single day. It is fully accessible to you. It is fully possible for you. It is literally a decision, right? The, the big thing that you want to take away from today's session, I just gave you the five core habits. It's as simple as that. There's no magic secret beyond that. You need to create an environment that makes this possible for you. You need to surround yourself with other people that are also on this journey. You need to find someone to lead you through this process that can tell you you need a, this connection and that connection. If there's anything I wished I would have had, I would have had someone that would have told me, you need an estate attorney to set this up and you need to make sure you have this trust in place and you need to know someone that does ABC, XYZ and you need a good attorney for this and here's someone you can work with. If someone had given me that direction, that would have absolutely changed my life. I learned that the hard way along with everything else that I'm teaching you all here because I didn't come from money and I didn't know any of this and this is all just learning over time. But here's what you're going to discover, guys. If you want to make your dreams come true, you have to have active and dedicated time on your dreams every day. Write it down. You have to have active and dedicated time to work on your dreams every day. Okay? So what do you need to cut out of your life? Whether it's Netflix, go cancel cable, right? Go get rid of Netflix. Go get away, the, the, get the trash TV out of here, right? It that That whole conversation around passive lifestyle versus active lifestyle, I've never observed that more evidently and obviously in my life as to when I moved to an area where this is, this is how they got here and that's why they're here. And I can tell you that if you begin embodying this and living the embodiment of that future self where you, you envision yourself with all of these dreams having come true and you're saying, well, I got to be healthy enough to experience them. You know, I want to have the energy. I want to have the physicality. When I dive off my yacht, I don't want everything jiggling everywhere. I want to be in, in my best shape, right? Envision yourself on your yacht. Envision yourself in your dream home. Close your eyes and see yourself waking up and seeing the ocean every morning or the mountains, whatever, whatever landscape that dream life is for you. Maybe it's on a beautiful, abundant ranch in the rolling hills of Texas where all you see to the left and to the right is just open, right? It, it's totally different. Our dream life is totally different for each and every one of us, but these things are available. And, and what you'll find is that the people that manifest and create these outcomes in their life, not only are they absolutely 
definite and clear like we talked about yesterday, but their daily practice, their daily practice of how they use their time is 100% aligned in every way with the inevitability of their dreams coming true. And my question to each of you and what I want you to think about and I want you to write some things down right now is does your dream life reflect the inevitability of what you're doing today? Is there a connection? Okay. So I want you to remember the two sides of the coin that we talked about yesterday. I saw a few people here that said they missed yesterday. If you missed yesterday, it is a do not miss. In fact, I'm going to give you all a recommendation that you go back through and watch it a second time. That's how much I believe that that session and this one can fully change your life. So these people, which are now you, you are these people, you decided to join this workshop this week because you are ready to step into I am. I am an inevitable millionaire. I am mother nurture creator of my life. I am source and I am the person that determines the outcome of my life. You came to this workshop this week because you are stepping into the 1% on every level in your life. And that means that not only are you going to evolve the way that you show up as the hero of your life every single day, but it also means that you are going to spend time working on your dream life every single day. You're going to spend time being that person. Because what I have discovered, and I've done exercises on this with many people, is that in any moment, you have far more autonomy to do the things that match in creating your dream life than you're actually exercising. And the power of choice is yours and yours alone. You have the opportunity right now, if, if, if it matters to you to improve your relationship with your spouse, you have the moment and opportunity, the second that, that you see your spouse, the next moment that you see them, you have an opportunity to show up in your interactions with that other human being as the person that's invested in having a better relationship with your spouse. That's different from all the things that you would like your spouse to do differently in order to have a better relationship with your spouse right? So how we show up in our lives and how we exercise our power of choice and how we design our destiny based on the, the amount of mental concentration that we are investing in being the creator and source of our life versus the responder, reactor, and victim of circumstances, it's not only going to determine our happiness level, but obviously your level of financial security impacts every other area of your life. That's why they say, you know, money can't buy happiness, but it sure does make life a lot happier and more enjoyable, right? It's true because when you have money, it doesn't dictate your circumstances. It is not a cloud that's overshadowing every decision of your life and every circumstance and every situation that you experience. It just makes it a lighter lift. It's a happier, more enjoyable, more fun existence when you don't have to stress about money. And a lot of that comes down to, are you spending time honing your craft, starting a side hustle, uh, increasing your commission, increasing your ability to move up in your company, increasing whatever expansion opportunities you have, or are you spending that time uh, Netflix and chill? You know, that's the phrase, Netflix and chill. Are you on Netflix? Are you scrolling on social media? Are you consuming toxic news? Are you spending time on toxic people that it's a waste of your freaking breath? Nothing's ever going to change and let what, what you tolerate, you perpetuate, right? And so these are the choices and it's not a one-time deal. 
This is the stuff that we have to work on every single day, every single day. But you have the power of choice in every moment of every day to elevate into that next version of you. You have the choice every single day to make a decision slightly to the left of where you would have before you started these sessions and to align yourself more with the future and less with the past. And that's what I'm challenging you to do today. How are you aligning your life, your day-to-day, the way that you're showing up, the way that you're engaging, the way that you're interacting? How are you aligning that with the future instead of the past? And that's where I want to challenge you. It's time to block, remove, separate, and eliminate toxic people, toxic things, relationships that you know are not good for you, things in your life that you know distract you from your dream. It's time to be brave. It's time to be courageous. It's time for you to step into that next level of you that no longer tolerates or perpetuates the things that you know are stealing your joy, stealing your dream, taking you off track. Who you surround yourself with obviously is huge. And that's why we said, come back to the tribe of unstoppables, interact with people that are doing this thing, interact with people that are absolutely willing to put themselves out there in this way. Okay. So I just want to remind everybody as we recap the session from today, and I'll give you those five things one more time, just so that if anybody missed them, reading five and a half hours versus two, exercising six hours versus 2.5, social media, 2.5 hours versus the average person, 14, 14, working on average about 1.2 extra hours a day. If someone said to you, you'll be a millionaire if you on average are willing to give just a little over an hour more a day to being a little better at your craft, would you do it? Heck yeah. Take the time to relationship build. And most importantly, we talked about active leisure versus passive. We talked about taking time every single day to make sure that you are actively daydreaming. Uh, I don't even want to call it daydreaming, but consciously executing on your dream, taking action on your dream, not just visualizing your dream, not just tuning into your dream, but making your dream inevitable, right? You are the cause. Your dream life is the effect. I want you to write that down. You are the cause. Your dream life is the effect. I want you to write down one more time. I am. I am. I am. You are the source. You are the creator. You are the mother nurturer. You are the innovator, the visionary, the designer, the artist. This is your life. This is your one chance. And every day that passes, we have a little less time left here. So we might as well make it the absolute best it can possibly be. And I want you to remember that when you think about the people that create and and achieve their 1% life, they got nothing on you. It's all available. It's all there for the taking. All you have to do is say yes and align. I cannot wait tomorrow to help you talk about the money because we know that millionaires have multiple streams of income. They have lots of dollars coming in in lots of different ways and they know how to take problems, turn them opportunities, and then cash them in the bank. We're going to talk about making that happen tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon and I'll see you back in the Tribe of Unstoppables.
Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.